In a world where podcasting is the only thing that matters, two sisters who have very little reselling experience decide to make a podcast about reselling. Who will step forward with reselling tips and interviews with some of the greatest resellers the world has ever seen? We are the Thrifter Sisters. Sister, Vindu is back. Not that they ever went anywhere, but they are here, that's for sure. Whew, thank goodness they never went anywhere. Vindu is one of the most important tools for running my reselling business. That's right. With Vindu, we can easily track our inventory, cross-list to 10 different platforms, and keep track of our monthly sales and profits. And it's so easy and intuitive. But if I ever have a question, their customer service is top-notch. Truly, when you submit a service question, you get an automated message that says their usual reply time is a few hours. Well, I'm here to tell you, I have never waited that long during normal business hours. The Vindu team is always so quick to help, and they always make sure they fully resolve my issue. Let's not forget to mention the mobile app with the ability to list and mark items as sold straight from my phone. I can take my reselling business with me anywhere that I have a signal. It's kind of like magic. I love that magic for us. It's the best. Take your reselling business to the next level today by joining Vindu. And don't forget to use our code Thrifter Sisters. Not only are you supporting our show, you will save yourself 30% off your first month. Yep, I'm going to say it again. When you sign up with code Thrifter Sisters, you get 30% off your first month. Now, excuse me, I'm going to go hug my computer and phone to thank Vindu for helping me grow my income. Oh, good move. I'll do it too. Thank you, Vindu. Thanks, Vindu. Hey there, listener. Welcome to Thrifter Sisters, the reseller's comedy podcast. It's me, your bestie, Lindsay. And me, incredibly calm, excited Lacey. (laughs) I just got onto her because she was squealing and getting too excited. I'm like, whoo, let's let's rein that in. You're, You're at like a nine and a half. I need you at like, how about a seven? Don't tell me what to do. All right, seven it is. Great. <laughs> um, as you saw from the title of this episode, we have Ashley from Recloth Collection. Woo-hoo. Yay. So we're so super excited. I've been talking to Ashley. We'll we'll talk about our 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 lurid past. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's quite scandalous. It's not. It, there's not, no scandal yeah. or luridness involved. Um I've been talking to Ashley about being on the show for what feels like years. <laughs> it, it's been almost two years of me being like, yep, you, you, you're going to come on the show. And she's like, yeah, I'll come on the show. I'm like, all right, you wait till I say I'm ready. <laughs> so you've been the hold up? Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. I don't know what I was waiting for. So today, today seems like for this moment. Today, this was the day. Today feels good. I kept telling her, I'm like, oh, I would love to have you on the show. At some point. When the moment is right. I don't know. The moment I did. I just wanted to wait until the there is actually something. I was getting ready to ask her to be on the show, like be like, okay, let's go ahead and do this. And I can't remember when this was, maybe back at the end of summer or fall. And we will talk about this with her, but she decided to make some changes to her business. I'm like, hey, let's let you make these changes in your business. Or it may have been in the new year, I don't know. Um, and get going on this path for a while. And then let's have you on the show and talk about how things are going. And she was like, yeah, let's do that. And I'm like, yeah, let's do. Now so here, here we, we are. 
Here we are. Okay, calls to action before we get into what is going to be the best interview of my life. <laughs> I am going to nail this one. Whatever, not if you're not going to get excited. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck <laughs> it up. Don't fuck it up. All right, I'm talking to myself, Lacey. You can give yourself your own little pep talk. Oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> it's happening right yeah, now yeah. in my head. Cur- currently occurring. Um, okay, calls to action. Do you want to join us on the pates? Because we do Patreon. We do. Here. You can do Patreon too. <laughs> yeah, you can do Patreon with us. It is only five doll hairs a month. That's it. And you get three to four bonus episodes. Um, sometimes I come on a close friend group in our Instagram. Do you ever see those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because you are allowed. Yeah, yeah, I'm in that, actually. (laughs) Lacey Lacey never knows, like, what we've recorded because she does not have access to the Patreon. No. I try. It's not that I, y'all, listen, it is not that I was trying to, like, keep her out of the Patreon. I gave her all my login information, and the computer world, the internet, the the thing. The electronic man, if you will. (laughs) Yeah, the the E-man won't let her log in on a different computer with my password. It says you have to have like a company yep. Patreon or they something. They just want which more means, monies. Which means I would have to give them more money. And I'm and I'm like, no, nah, we're going to do just that. me. <laughs> the only way I could listen to the Patreon episodes is if I actually like went in to the platform that we record our podcast on and like edited it myself, which, which, which I do. <laughs> no, I was about to say, you're the one that edits the Patreon. But the ones that I haven't done, like when mm-hmm. I was sick, I haven't heard them. So, you know, oh, there's that's that. True. And I also listen okay. to them on like two and a half speed. So like I'm not really <laughs> listening to it because it's like <laughs> Oh, I think someone said a bad word. Well, we're gonna leave it. That's Swifter Sisters. Yeah. We curse a lot. All right. Um, join our Patreon five dollars a month. You get a monthly mastermind phone call with us. You get three to four bonus episodes a week. And that's about it. And uh, yeah, that's about it. That's what you get. It's, you know, it's <laughs> That's what's ha- that's what happens. Over Come be a Patricia with us. Um, more than likely, you are already following us on the gram. But if you are not, it's just me over there at Thrifters <laughs> again. No, Lacey. <laughs> I mean, when I'm with her, I she's on. But you know, we live in two ha- separate houses, twenty minutes away, so I can only see her once every seven or eight weeks. It's too far. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's true. But or, or I'll I'll have this idea. I'm like, we need to do a because re- we usually see each other on the weekends. Like, um, I have an idea for a real. Let's do a real when we're together this weekend. And then you know the kids. Yeah. And then Yahtzee. We play a lot it's of Yahtzee. So much Yahtzee. So much Yahtzee. It's really like taking up a lot of our life. I wish we could <laughs> calculate those hours. <laughs> I mean, did you hear John? I think he threw away my Yahtzee. I think he did too. Do you think he did? I mean, you, that is you so- throw his shit away all the time. <laughs> I know, but that's my thing. I get rid of stuff. He is a hoarder. Yeah, but he, he hates won't... that game because it's loud. <laughs> Y'all, I, it, there's no way it's loud. I put the dice in a koozie instead of the Yahtzee cup. Yeah. So it's soft and padded. It doesn't make that clanky sound. Still does it when it goes out on the table. Onto the Yahtzee board? That's mm-hmm. a felt board. Oh, you have the felt board too? Mine's the yeah, felt board. This- I have the felt board, but the cup it came with. Y'all, my Yahtzee disappeared. And he's like, he keeps saying, are you sure you didn't leave it at your girls weekend? I'm like, last year in March? Last of 2022? We've had it since then. And I took my Yahtzee to that one. 
I, I don't know whose Yahtzee was there, but I know I did not leave my Yahtzee there because we've played Yahtzee at my house yeah. since then. Yeah, we and have. It has, he just said something. Like, it's been gone for a couple months now. <laughs> he said something the other day, and I don't remember what it was, but I looked at Lacey. I'm like, I think he got rid of my Yahtzee. He just said something under his breath. He muttered something. I couldn't quite tell what it was, but I was like, I think he threw it away. <laughs> Why are we talking about Yahtzee? Hey, friend, you can also go into buy me a coffee if you don't feel like spending $5 every single month, but you want to support our little tiny growing podcast. Um, you can donate $5 there. Um, yeah. They can't just go to buy me a coffee. Buy me a coffee buy- backslash Thrifter Sisters. I'm going to tell you the correct place to go. Buymeacoffee.com backslash Thrifter Sisters. I haven't said those words in a very long time. I got a little jumbled. I know. I feel like, are we even doing buy me a coffee anymore? I don't know. You know what, listener? You tell us. Do you us even check it anymore? <laughs> yeah, I get notifications when we get donations. It'd be there. really funny if there was like a shitload of money in there and you had no idea. No, I get notifications. <laughs> so, really, the question is, listener, do we have a buy me a coffee anymore? <laughs> I'm, yeah. This is not meant to guilt you, but. Um, you oh, know. hey, sometimes if you're on our Patreon, we'll buy you a coffee. Oh, <gasps> that's true. We've been buying our Patricia's coffees right. over on the Bates. The Patricia Bates. It's real, it's real, it's real rad of us because we're humanitarian. Yeah. <clears throat> we're humanitarians. <laughs> I've we're seen humanitarians. people posting about it on the Instas that they got their Thrifter Sisters coffee and it was making me I happy. I know. Okay. And lastly. Not like it's oh, us flavored coffee. Like we literally bought them coffee. <laughs> correct. Correct. <laughs> lastly. I blanked out there. Y'all, we're doing a Thrifter Sisters after uh-huh. Because it's 8.25 p.m. And we, you know what? We don't record at night. But for Ashley, we record at night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'd for, record at midnight Ash- if she needed us to. Yeah. You want me to stay up till midnight? I'll snort three lines of Coke. <laughs> I forgot. I was going to make a joke about how I snorted Coke earlier. But then I got my Yogi Kava stress-free <laughs> tea to go because that's like the combination right like a few lines of coke and yeah, it's yeah. just free it's the, it's the heart olympics <laughs> <laughs> you want to get really hyper and then try to calm down really fast yeah i think the the technical people call it a speedball we call it the heart olympics if, <laughs> if you stay alive you win or you win as, the gold uh ryan turpin called it um a creamsicle taking adderall and xanax at the same time <laughs> oh because of the color <laughs> idea why would you do that did he do it i'm oh, sure yeah oh yeah i mean that's just bringing you back to baseline what's the yeah. point at that point i i don't get it i've never understood it all right hold on let's get brian uh brian <laughs> folks y'all between i got my lip injections yesterday i stopped doing it before we record i just snorted three lines of coke i'm drinking my cup of tea oh who knows what's gonna happen Oh, all right. Well, you know what? Let's wrap up this intro okay. because Ashley's going to be coming into the studio momentarily if my big, fat, injected lips can form <laughs> sentences correctly. I was going to say if you could make room with your big, fat, injected lips to let Ashley into the studio. <laughs> my lips are taking up the whole virtual studio. <laughs> you no, know, I sometimes used to open the door for our guests. I'm going to have to close your lips to get her in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we were, we, dinner, we were having dinner last night and John's like very – very visibly trying not to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> he hates it when I get my lips done. And I got them done a little bit bigger than normal this time on purpose. And uh, I said something and he looked at, like to one of the kids. I said something. He looked up at me and he goes, 
Because that is the response you're going for when you get lip injections for your husband to just like start cracking up when he looks at your face. Listen, for that first 24 hours, you look ridiculous. Yeah. It's a couple Not of Not just you, like anybody who does it, especially right. when you it's, go bigger. It's looking a little calmer now, but like I have these little red dots where the needles yeah. actually went into my – but yeah, they're looking better. Look at that. Now, if only I could get my neckline back. So Juno hates it when you get your eyebrows done, and your husband hates it when you get your lips done. <laughs> You're doing great. Oh, my God. That's what I was going to tell you earlier. We were at um, – I went to Warbly Parker to look at frames again. Today was Zoe because she played hooky today. So we went in there. I was like, ooh, while we're over here at Michael's. I'm going to go look at frames. And the lady was like, those are too big for you. Those are too big for you. I'm like, so what you're saying is that they're perfect. <laughs> So we get out of there, and Zoe's like, why do you have to make such a scene? I'm like, I'm not making a scene. I'm just talking to the lady who's trying to help me. <laughs> she was like, you just kept asking for bigger and bigger frames. I'm imagining you with those, like, novelty frames that are, like, five times the size of your head <laughs> that you get at, like, the amusement park. <laughs> I wore those when I dressed up as a California raisin for I know you did. Halloween. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> okay. Wait, everyone, everyone. Be cool. Everyone be cool. She's here. I hear Stella. <laughs> she's throwing a pillow at her. Stella, get out of the frame. Get out of here. Sorry. She's going to be barking a bunch. Oh, baby girl, what's wrong? She, we like live in the city, so she's always just like, you're always just barking at other people. Oh, it's our first dog on the podcast. Is it? <laughs> Is it really? Have we not had one? Uh, no, like we've it. had a couple, I think, actually. Like in the room. Hi, cutie. Aww. What a cutie. All right, well, everyone, everyone, everyone. Our mystery guest has arrived. We've already said we've already said your name like eighty times yeah, during okay. the intro. How this was working? I was like, am I just like popping on and like? What? <laughs> so I mean, it's a it depends. We um, usually like to try to get on earlier, a little behind the scenes. I'll give you um, and record an intro. And then the idea is to stop recording, and then when the guest comes on, we talk to our guest for a few minutes, and then we start recording. But because we talk so much, <laughs> it's happening less and less. The guests are just popping up while we're still doing our 20-minute intro. Right. Because, talk. you know, that's what you want at the beginning of a show. A tight right. 20. <laughs> talking about my lip injections and Yahtzee. Yep. That's what we just mm -hmm. got done talking about for 20 minutes. Oh, I can I can add on to that. I'm going through a struggle right now. <laughs> What's your struggle? <laughs> so I just had, like, Botox done and I like absolutely hate it and like I just want three months to come up already. <laughs> oh so wait where do where do what do you not like and when is this your first Botox? Uh first Botox in my forehead. So I got it done in my forehead and then like have you heard of like the lip flip before? That's what first time I got a lip flip to yesterday. Yeah, I, I hate it. <laughs> My mouth is so small, and so it just like completely changed my smile. And I, and in addition with that, with the forehead Botox, I just absolutely hate it. I'm just like never again. You feel like it's just too much. Do you get where else do you get Botox? Um, well, I've got it before, like in my neck for like these muscles here. Mm -hmm. Um, and I got it also in my like what's it, the masseter, but it didn't really do anything. So. I only really fully need it, I think, in my neck. What does it do to your neck? So, like, these muscles, I can go like this. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. These were, like, popping out, like, insanely. Like, you so looked like I a bodybuilder? Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. So, she was like, yeah, you should, like, you should look into doing that or it can help. And I was like, sure, whatever, let's do it. 
Um, cause I was in there for the other, um, for the, the masters. So yeah, long story short, I'm like, not going to be doing probably anything anymore. I kind of just went through this like phase of like, let's try it all out. But now I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> get out of, get out of my system. Get out. Well, you know, this is, money, at least. this is my first time in several years where I didn't get the Botox, forehead Botox. I only got here and then I got the lip flip for the first time. So we'll, we'll see. I have a really small upper lip. So, so did I, like mine was tiny, but like it just completely, I think it's like, and it, I just realized that when I smile, like I use so much on my forehead and like I rely, cause my eyebrows are really low. So I too. rely on it to like raise my eyebrows. So it basically just like brought my face down and now I just look angry. <laughs> and I so I'm like, oh my God. I'm just, if I'm not on like Instagram, that's why I'm just going to go. Like I want to be under rock for three months. Oh no. <laughs> so, so wait, when did you get it? Did you get it go about two weeks ago? Has it fully no, set I in? No, I got it like, I got it last Friday. Okay. So, so, you, so oh God. I got it like five, four days ago. Very so, recent. So like Saturday it was fine. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I like it. And then it started to hit more and it's like, uh. Ashley, it could still be, it could still hit more. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't I don't know. It doesn't hit full potency until like 14 days. I'm so scared. You know what? I'll be even more so under rock if that's the case. So. <laughs> You're going to have to like hook up little like fishing lines to your eyebrows so you can go, mm. Oh, jeez. You know, the shit we put ourselves through. My daughter, she, I, I pick her up from the school bus and she was like, ooh, why are you so fancy? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, your lips are all red. I don't want to tell my daughter. Impressionable daughters that I go inject neurotoxins into my face for right. impossible right. beauty standards, and especially when I'm you know always like flaunting like be confident, be like you know just be who you are, to, which is true. But I'm also almost fifty years old, and we got to clean this shit show up. And I was like, oh, I just had a really bad allergy attack. I was just. <laughs> That's a good cover. That's a good save. I wouldn't even have thought about that. I was, I was just like fucking my lip. I don't know. I was, <laughs> I was just sneezing so much. And then today, Zoe, my oldest one, my 11-year-old goes, God, I can't believe your allergies did that to lips. Oh yeah, God. it turns out I'm allergic to neurotoxins. People are. So I was honestly, I was like really upset by it all. But I was like, you know what? Well, knock on wood, it doesn't happen. I was like, thank God I just didn't get like some kind of like droopy eyelid. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, That's terrifying. So, I mean, you know. I was like, I don't regret it because I wouldn't have ever known if I didn't get it. Yeah. But at least now I know for the future that not my thing. <sighs> well, the good news is, is that time is flying by at warp speed. And before you know <laughs> it, it'll be three months. And Yeah. But negatively, like, I don't know why I didn't think about oh, this. God. My sister's wedding <sighs> is in a month. So I'm going to be stuck <laughs> with it through the wedding at least. No, so. no, 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 no. It'll it'll be better by a month because you work out all the time and people that work out all the time, it works out of your system faster. Mm-hmm. That's really hard. I feel like I metabolize a lot of different things in life quickly or like more, faster than others. So I was like, I was thinking that maybe that would be the case. So knock on wood. I don't know if in like in a month that means it just slowly starts to cre- decrease or what, but. I mean, it's not going to be totally gone by a month. But like one of the reasons I didn't want to do it this time is because I was noticing because I work out every day and I was noticing that every day or after a week and a half after it hit that full potency, I would start to get wrinkles just in this one little circle. It would start to wear off right here. I mean, my- I'm going to be working out 24-7. <laughs> get out. Get out of here. 
to be in the best shape of my life. Tape your feet to like a bicycle. (laughs) Don't let yourself (laughs) off. Stand. You work from home. So just standing desk, stomp in place. I want to get one of those still so bad. It feels like something you would have already had. Yeah, I know. I'm just kind of clearing out my space still. Oh my God. My dog literally, you know, she plays with her toys. She like just played. She just pulled out her bat, her basket of stuff, and put that. So sorry, she's just. <laughs> she'll be in the background. You'll hear her. That's fine. She wants to be on the show. Listen, yeah. I'm a dog. I'm a dog friendly person. Lacey's claims she is. She's not. It's fine. Listen, not everybody I is. I am. I just don't like one of your dogs. No, no. You. <laughs> I like said, all other dogs. But you've said you don't want a dog. Right. I don't want a dog. There are a lot of like maintenance. It's like a forever toddler. Oh, God. So worth it. So worth it. But I absolutely adore dogs. Well, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Or or otherwise, we're going to be talking about Botox and Yahtzee and dogs. And that's the end of our episode with (laughs) Ashley, folks. Well, thanks so much for coming. I hope you got a lot out of this for your reselling business. Aren't you glad we waited Uh, this long? (laughs) I've been talking to Ashley for two years to get on here and talk about Botox. And we did it, folks. (laughs) Done. All right. Congratulations, everyone. Well done. Well done. Well done. Okay. So if you want Ashley's backstory, you're not getting that here today. Nope. No, that's, we're not doing that. Listen, Ashley, what podcast have you been on? Tell, tell listener where they can go if they need to hear your back, background story on your, Gosh. on your origin story. Well, I've been on Thrifters Villa. They could probably hear it over there. Yeah. And then I think that's it. And then I've been on my friend Christina's podcast. I think I forgot what it's called, Poshing Together. You probably still check that out over there too. So she doesn't keep keep up with them, but yeah, I think I've shared it over there. All right, what is that one? Poshing together, Christina. I don't know that one. No, Christina Dean. She's not. She doesn't resell anymore, but she was one of my first reselling friends. She lives in Minnesota, and I still keep up with her and stuff like that. She's a teacher, but yeah, she now kind of just shares like things that are going on in like the Twin City area. So she doesn't really resell as much anymore. But she had that podcast. I was on it with her. So there's you were on back in the first iteration of Dime Store Cowgirls. You were on that. That's right. Yes, I forgot. I miss my podcast. Yeah. So I've been on, been on those two, I think twice, two episodes there. Yeah. So you can't listen. If you want, you want Ashley's backstory. It's out there, there in the ethers. You go find it, you know. <laughs> it's out there. So we're it's not, really we're, not. It's like literally cliche, like so cliche. So just as you expect. Here, here's the bottom line: Ashley makes like nine million dollars a year reselling now. <laughs> just a small exaggeration, <laughs> slightly. Okay, so Ashley, why don't you tell a listener what kind of things you do sell now? We're not going to worry about what you used to do. What do you do now? Mm-hmm. So now I like to focus on mid tier luxury. I feel like that's where. I, I find like my groove. I've been trying, I'm trying to slowly get toward more a little bit like higher mid-tier luxury, if that makes sense. Like I feel like there's that little ground between like luxury and mid-tier luxury mm-hmm. where these like a little bit higher mid-tier luxuries are selling just as much as luxury, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, maybe not as like the extreme, extreme luxury, but that's kind of where I'm going toward. But most of my items, I feel like I sell between like the one hundred fifty, like three hundred dollar range. So, again, while we're not talking about Ashley's backstory, my backstory, knowing Ashley, is I bought her ebook in the very beginning days of my reselling, and she's the one that taught me that 
online sourcing is even a thing. That is actually is the or my origins of how I learned that you can online source. I am so thankful that I learned that too early on. And, you know, it's changed so much how I resell from back then. I mean, how I source from back then, even um, online. But she's the one that like showed me that it's even possible that you can even do this. And then, you know, since then, you know, I went on to join Madison's Patreon, which has been super helpful. And then being in Issa's business course. So like, I always attribute like where I am now to y'all three gals. I feel like without, you know, basically being mentored by y'all, whether y'all realized it or not, is that I don't, I don't think I would still be reselling and I don't, I would not have gotten into luxury. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. So thank you for being a part of my origin story. Yeah, of course. You've come so far. It's like so cool to see like where you started and where you're at now. And I love like seeing all your videos and stuff and seeing what you're selling and stuff. So I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It was, it was somebody sent me a DM the other day saying, cause we started this podcast like right after we started reselling and they're like, you make it, make us feel like it's possible because we were with you listening to your episodes from the very beginning when you weren't doing, like you had no idea what you're doing. And not that I know what I'm doing now, but I know more than I did two and a half years ago and mm-hmm. actually making profit now. So yeah, Woo-hoo. no, I think it really goes to show that like, it doesn't matter what timeline you're on. If you actually just put in the work, you can see the results. I think that's, you know, the biggest thing I see with some people, if they give up or they don't keep trying to learn and do the things that they need to, to get, you know, to where they want to be, they kind of just stay in the same place. Then, you know, then you'll stay in the same place essentially <laughs> instead of, you know. Right. And and we all have different situations, different backgrounds, different means of, you know, what our capital is to like, get into this different sourcing. Like some of us have great in-person sourcing. Some of us don't. So, you know, it's, and it's just, it's ridiculous and impossible to compare one reseller mm-hmm. to another. Cause we all, 100%. it's just not, it's just not an apples and apples thing for anyone. Mm-hmm. And so, not only I feel like what like you have, but it's like what you want to do at the end of the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you don't, if you don't want to sell a certain way, you can't, don't force yourself into selling a certain way or a certain thing. You know, you can make it work with anything. And that's definitely something I think it's important to remember for everyone. I think it's easy to see, you know, certain mid-tier luxury, luxury items, you know, but there are different ways to sell. And, you know, if you're okay with, you know, processing more items, there's nothing wrong with selling that, those type of items. So there's a lot of, and a lot of people, you know, we've heard from so many people that are like, I love going to the thrift store. I love thrifting. I love that, you know, that hunt. I like going shopping for myself and taking my 11-year-old and like teaching her how to thrift for ourselves. But I don't like, I don't like it for sourcing. And I, so why, you know, there was no point in continuing to do that. Mm-hmm. But I love online sourcing. I love it. <laughs> love the money. <laughs> I can I can do it from anywhere. At, sitting at soccer practice, I'm sourcing. I'm like... Waiting at doctor's appointments for orthodontist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Today was my daughter's first orthodontist appointment. Woo. Oh, gosh. Yay. I'm sourcing in the waiting room. I'm doing I know. All. That's like my favorite thing. Like if I'm in like Ubers at the airport, like I haven't been sourcing like lately, but when I was sourcing, that's definitely where I'd be doing everything. Well, yeah. So let's talk about that. So, you know, like Ashley was saying, she's doing more mid-tier, moving up in a little bit higher mid-tier range, luxury First of all, give it give some brand examples of of the types oh, of things you sort you're sourcing these days. 
it's more to me it's more about the style like it's like the same brand but it's like getting more um specific regarding the styles and the styles that are selling for a higher amount that are turning over quicker so it's a lot of the same revolve brands and such mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think if i have so much of like Nilly Lotan, Alexis, like Alice Olivia. Those are just like a couple ones where I'm maybe not always sourcing them, but because I have such a wide variety of styles and are always creating new styles and like other styles are always becoming more sought after if somebody like wears them online or something like that. Um, those are just a couple of brands to name a few. Um, there are a lot of brands that I when I was recently sourcing, I would say I had sourced, but I don't really source too much anymore. Just, I feel like due to the like decline, I mean, of them, like Ula Johnson, things like that. I feel like I don't try to really source that out as much because there's been so much of a decline. Like even Doen is harder to find and is selling more. So those are a couple of brands I would say used to sell, but have been more on the decline. So it's really more about styles because you know, it changes so much between brands and styles and such about what is selling the best. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, a- Ashley's throwing a, a dog toy to entertain her dog. So <laughs> Stella doesn't start barking. And just funny. Ashley used to do, um, after, uh, for people that bought her ebook, she used to do like these um, quarterly calls and she just called them like quarterly calls. And I was always like the mastermind phone calls. And then she was like, yes, Lindsay, fine. It's the mastermind <laughs> phone call, whatever. Can call it. <laughs> and then that's what I call our monthly Patreon calls. I now the master- love, yes. I'm, glad, I'm glad I didn't call it that because then now you are able to call it. <laughs> She's like, yeah, whatever you want to call Lindsay. I don't care. Just come to the call. Shut up. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. Um, so shoot, I was going to ask you to tell about a few brands. Oh, so talk about that. You're not, no, no, no. Let's go back in time. I don't, I was telling Lacey this before you popped into the studio. You, was it the end of summer? You'd been on some trips or maybe it was in the fall. I don't know. Maybe it was the new year. I can't remember. And you were posting, you're like, I'm going to change the way I'm doing my business. I'm going to kind of, you know, I'm just doing too much. I'm burning candle at both ends. I really want to get more of a like a work-life balance going on. So when you said that, do you remember? Do you, am, am I, mm-hmm. Okay. What time frame was that? Was that summer, um, fall? No, it was probably around like fall. I feel like it happened around, it happened around the time of like October. I went on this trip um, with my boyfriend at the time to the Jersey Shore and it was just so nice and relaxing and it was so great just, just like forget about everything and just enjoy my life a little bit more. And that was the start of it of like, I would say the biggest change in my head. I was like, okay, I've always said this, but like, I actually really want to continue to implement this. So that was the trip. I think that was in, actually that, that was probably in the summer, I guess. But then ever since we did break up and I moved my stuff from my office to my second bedroom of the apartment and just kind of downsizing there, wanting to fit everything more into there. Days going on, losing inventory, having piles of inventory <clears throat> everywhere. Like I don't do good with clutter. I don't do good with a messy place. Like if a, my surroundings are messy, my like mental health is essentially messy. So for me, just having less items, a clearer space, not having to touch too many different things really – is going to allow me to be in a much better headspace and also be able to continue to focus on 
not striving to be doing so much more and more and more, always wanting more of my business and just focusing on what I have. And just, I'm really focusing on enjoying life and putting more into my relationships, you know, just the small things in life versus so much focus on my business and like how much money I'm making there. Yeah. Cause I mean, essentially you were working two full-time jobs mm-hmm. before. Yeah. It, it, it was a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I mean, you were, you know, having whatever kind of social life you were able to fit in there. Um, your full-time job, which isn't reselling, like her full-time thing is like, she has a full-time job where she has like benefits and stuff. And then, but, but haven't you said that your reselling like makes more than your full-time job or did at yeah, some point? Yeah, it does. But like, I don't, I mean, I make like a mid amount at my job. I don't have any, actually don't have any benefits, which really sucks. But the reason you why don't I, like healthcare. No, no. I thought you had health insurance. Yeah, I used to, and then they kind of just like dropped it. Randomly. Oh, geez. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I have no benefits, but I mean, I keep it because I, it is, so flexible and not just flexible, but like I, it's a really easy job. I can do so much with it. So why would I, yeah, you know, quit when it's essentially almost like free money in a way? Yeah, yeah. And then you're reselling on top of it, like, and you're so freaking young still. I know like for you to have like these two incomes, like you're really paving the way for yourself for like a future Ashley. Mm-hmm. Which it's is- definitely helped with the savings because I, I. In my first job out of college, I was making like thirty three thousand a year, and I was like living paycheck to paycheck, living in the city in Dallas, and then you know moving up to where I'm now. Um, my job again, it I isn't a lot. It's definitely not a lot to be able to save with. So being able to have reselling, and I definitely put like the most I can into a retirement account for my business, and so it does allow me to do that too spend money on Botox and stuff. Yeah. And travel. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's gives you that freedom where you're not like stressed about having to do, go pay all this extra money to go be in your sister's wedding or any other wedding. Like everything yeah. is doing anything fun is expensive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So you are currently in the process of downsizing. How are you doing that? Tell listener what you have been doing to make that happen. First off, I am solely – because I essentially have two areas of focus to downsize on. I have basically all this wholesale um, inventory and inventory I got for live sales back in the fall. And I am not like some of the other live sellers where I was able just to have so many live sales just because of my job, reselling, content creation, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I – basically, you know, bit off more than I can chew. And I have way too much inventory, still way too much inventory. And so right now I'm solely focusing on that inventory and working on decreasing that by having live shows. I was taking it to like the buy, sell trade stores, but I wasn't able to get rid of it quick enough in a way. And so I've just decided to do the live shows just to like get it off my plate. And it kind of helps because I haven't been focusing on like the platforms, I will send out offers and I will relist like 15 items a day. But that's pretty much the only thing I do as well as like shipping the items. So as I'm not listing and as things are selling, I'm slowly able to decrease, you know, my inventory on the platforms a little bit. And so that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now because I have 
boxes just in my apartment, in my second bathroom, just taking up so much space. I hate seeing it again, just clutter. Yeah. So I'm focusing on that there and um, just keeping the platforms as is. But I will say it's been working well. I think I was at uh, probably like 1,050 maybe beginning of the year. And now I'm at like 930 and I'm like able to see the number decrease a lot better because I was listing like five items a day before. So I wasn't able to see that number decrease. And also another thing that's really been helping is I put a lot of items on sale on my eBay, like a markdown event. And I have been selling a lot of things from there. Oh, nice. That's going well too. And I know you do not like to take a loss on items. Are you, I you- try not to, but I, I'm okay with it now because okay. I've learned I just need to get rid of it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's again, I, I'm losing money from having all this inventory sitting here and not being able to focus on the items I want to bring in to my closet and store because I'm not sourcing and such. So I'm essentially losing money by just holding on to this yeah. and keeping it forefront of mind. Not being able to focus on the items that would bring you in a higher profit. Yeah, not, I'm essentially not focusing on listing right now. I'm yeah. not focusing on the business I want to have. So I need to get rid of these items as quick as possible. Did you did you thrift all these things that you got for the live shows? Um, if they're not wholesale, then yes. Oh, so you did you buy like a box or like pallet? Yeah, pallet? I have like pallet stuff that I'm working to get rid of. Okay. That's what I have the most of. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it probably is like super, I know I, I used to have this consignment client that was just constantly, like when it first started, I'm like, this is great. And, you know, to be clear, I was able to start getting into what I'm doing now because I was getting all this free inventory from her, but she was drowning me yeah, it's a lot. in inventory. It's overwhelming. Yeah. It's overwhelming. And it's like, you lose motivation because you're like, I can't. I don't feel like I can tackle that big of a pile, so I'm just not going to do any of it. That and also, you're not like interested in it because you're like, oh, most of it isn't worth my time, you yeah. know. Or even if it is, but it's like, yeah, it's just so I daunting. En- I ended up giving her multiple. I don't even remember how many now. Four or five trash bags back of stuff that I mean, she was going to the thrift stores and finding this stuff and then bring. Like I didn't realize that for a while. I thought she was no just way. clearing stuff out. Like I met her at um, a local mom and pop thrift store, and I was. T- I remember you talking about her actually. Yeah, I was, and I I was talking to the store manager because I was doing some consignment for that little mom and pop thrift store. Like when higher end stuff would come in, and she overheard me. She was like, "Oh, I got some fry boots in the car. You want me to get them?" So then we exchanged, and I was like, "Yeah, strange lady. I will consign your fry boots. Sold them like for like, you know, I think I made a hundred bucks off of them in two days, and." She was like, well, I have a bunch more stuff I can give you. I didn't realize. At, I, maybe at first she was giving me some of her stuff, but she started thrifting and bringing me stuff. So finally I was like, okay, I need you to stop bringing me stuff. <laughs> I'm going to start giving you some of this stuff back. But it did allow me to get into doing higher and stuff because I was it was way too much work for the amount of money I ended up making off of it. But mm-hmm. I at least was able to build up some capital to start dipping into luxury. Do, mm-hmm. doing that and a few other consignment clients it was just a lot it was piles yeah. piles and piles like if you have a way and that is like you have a way to process that i used to have like when i was 
sourcing a ton of you know regular stuff for my business i would have tons of inventory but it didn't overwhelm me because i had a plan for it you know it was more like okay this is just set for next week let's say i'm going to process you know 40 items next week it looks like there's a lot because there's 40 items just sitting there but i know it's being taken care of versus this stuff here it's like i don't really know what's happening what is the you know who's so, in charge of this? Somebody so <laughs> like, yeah, it's really important to assess if you find yourself in that situation where it's like, okay, is this like something where it's just like I used to call my quote unquote death pile just like a processing pile, like it's just in in queue essentially. What I have now is essentially a death pile. So I feel like it's important to distinguish the two. And if you have a death pile, maybe figure out a better way to make it into a processing pile or liquidate it in a quicker fashion. So ideally, what would be your perfect closet size? What what are you hoping to get to? Ideally, I'm trying to get to like, I would say 600, 650, probably. Okay. 600, 700. So that's within the realm of like a couple months. Yeah, you're pretty close. Yeah, I'm pretty close, but I just feel like there's also so much more. I probably have even more items. Like I probably actually want to get down to closer to like 500 though. So once I start listing again, I know it's going to, you know, creep up faster so that it will allow me to stay within the six, not like get down to 600 and then, you know, start listing and then it be back up to like, you know, something higher. That is such a, that's, I mean, that's a huge closet, even five. I mean, I know, you know, there's volume sellers that have way more than that, but I guess because I just have such a small closet, I'm like 500. (laughs) That's insane. Yeah. So it's still, I know it's still a good amount. And I think back to when I used to have like 500 items in my closet and, you know, what I was making then. And I know I can, with now having more knowledge and putting the right inventory in my closet that, you know, I can still make the profit I want to with that smaller size. That's where I was getting like so hung up before. Cause so when you buy Ashley's ebook, you also get access. Are you still posting stuff over on that other account? That other yeah, I'm, I'm a lot more selective about it because that's one thing I've really been focusing on is just being a lot more strategic and not just putting like you know any new brands or anything like that mm-hmm. in there, like putting things that are going to sell well. So I just also haven't been. I usually post in there when I'm coming across new stuff, but since I haven't been sourcing, yeah, um, and learning new stuff, there really isn't that much more out there right well, now. Tell tell listener what we're talking about, like what you. So I have access to this Instagram page of Ashley's, and she's going to tell you mm-hmm. what that is. So it is basically just an Instagram page that has all the photos of labels of brands that are selling for like 50 plus and then 100 plus to help you identify which items to kind of more or less, you know, source at thrift store pricing to be able to make like a $40, $50 profit or items to source online. And so I also have on there. Um, screenshots of like kind of sold of what kind of categories and what price range you might want to aim for in order to make a $50, $100 profit. And I, and I've talked about this on the show so many times. I don't know why, but I could never make that connection with clothing. I just couldn't get it. Even though Ashley is like spoon feeding us these brands. And the, I just took the the uh, the basics of what I got from Ashley of like online sourcing. And then I moved over to Madison's like looking at, for some reason, shoes just clicked for me. I'm like, oh, I could do this. <laughs> oh, Stella, I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> Y'all, I snapped. not like that. <laughs> she did not. I snapped and it got her real <laughs> riled up. Sorry, Stella. Cars, bicycles, horses that walk down the street. So. What? <laughs> but it's kind of like what you were saying earlier, Ashley. Is like if you're not selling what you want and how you want to sell it, you're not going to care about it. You're not going to work for it. You're not going to be yeah. interested in it. But I, I'm not saying like, I hate shoes and like bags and purses and things like that. So it's just not. I like I know there's money there and stuff like that. I just don't care to get into it. Right. And it's same same thing with like dresses. Like I know there's good money in dresses. I can't do it. I don't know why. It just doesn't click for me. Yeah. And then I bitch. I'll, I'm like, because we'll do these episodes. So Ashley's actually going to record, uh, listener, she's actually going to record one of our Patreon, our patrons' favorite type of episodes, What I Sourced and Sold. And they're tired of what Lacey and I sourced and sold. They're like, bring <laughs> us people that actually are doing something. And so <laughs> Ashley's going to stay on and record a Patreon episode with us. I don't remember what the second part of my sentence was going to be. Damn it. I feel like Stella keeps ruining everything. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no, listen, we're not we're not blaming Stella for my blank brain. Yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> that's it's just a Botox head right there. That's all that is. That's all that's in there. <laughs> a head head full of Botox, Botox, and some reselling knowledge. Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay, so just a little bit. We're getting there. So, how are life sales? Are you comfortable doing those? Do you like them? Yeah, I actually didn't think I would enjoy the longer shows more, but because I now do about 70, 75 items in a live show and whatnot. And I used to before, like the max I did was like 50, but I would usually average like 40. And I kind of really like the live shows and I've kind of been stepping back and not trying to rush them as much, just kind of going with the flow. You know, at this point, they're nice because like, I just am happy to have a sale and to get rid of things. Like, I'm not like, oh, gosh, I didn't sell what I wanted to. I'm just like, yes, like, let's get rid of this <laughs> item so much. And so, yeah, they've been they've been good now because they, I don't know, they haven't had that much, like, maybe less pressure to, like, be making a certain profit or something like that has really mm-hmm. made up easy. But, yeah, I stick on one ad. I don't do pause shows because I don't want to add those, like, listings into my closet or have to worry about that. So I just, like, when I yeah, it was it is a lot of extra work and like I like I want that you can just like add in the simple details. It takes me like, you know, twenty minutes to upload, put everything in, and then I just have to steam it and then I'll run the show. Shipping's the only thing that kind of takes a little bit longer, but And what kind of how, what kind of crowd showing up to this these things? Like type of people or amount of people? Amount, yeah, like numbers. Um I think I get like like forty people a show ish, so yeah, it's like honestly, it's good again. At this point, I have no expectations. I think that helps with my like happiness level. I don't yeah. think I trust myself, and I'm just trying to like I'm again just happy for that I'm to sell no matter how many people are there. If you know, it sells for. I think I need to make like a ten dollar average sale to be able to make my money back. So I try to aim to make my money back, and I have so far. And so even if I lose money on a couple items. I'm fine with it. I don't even keep track anymore of like what an item sells for and how much profit I make in an item. I just take my total cost of goods for the show and figure out my profit that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, you're really on this. I mean, I, I see this on Instagram all the time. People getting, this is just an example that pops in my head. People getting so mad 
about like low ballers. That's just one example. Like they get so fumed up and they're like posting about it. To me, I'm like, ooh, that's comedy. I got to put that up and make some jokes about it. This is funny. <laughs> but, but like it doesn't, it doesn't serve you to like get – so like what you're saying, my whole point being like you're, you're kind of changing your attitude about it because if you have that other mentality of just like getting worked up, getting riled up, putting so much pressure on yourself or whatever, it just – it kind of becomes a prison of your own making mm-hmm. at that point. And, you know, like you said, you're just trying to make some money and enjoy life. And so- yeah. Honestly, like right now, my mindset is so just much more about enjoying my life and doing the things I want to do. Like I don't want to be working 24-7. Like my business doesn't mean me making millions of dollars a year. Like just being happy with what I have and like my most happy days in life aren't when I make, you know – a thousand, two thousand dollars a day. It's when I go and hang out with my friends and have like an amazing laugh. So that's kind of what you know. I'm trying to focus my life. Yeah, on. yeah. And it's so. I mean, you know, you learn that too. Older you get, and I realize it most of the time. But I mean, I still, you know, find myself getting dragged in back at that. Like, oh, my business, my business is doing great compared to where it was this time last year. But it's, yeah. but you know, there's always the more, the more, the more. Exactly all stuck around like the more 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 but like when does the more ever stop you know you kind of sometimes have to realize that and step back you know one thing I've been as I have been now single and you know able to reflect on my life more I've been able to focus more and learn more with that about myself and I'm happy I have been able to learn that because I do generally feel so much more happier and less stressed and better about how things are going yeah, it's, it's super just, empowering, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like a weight off of your, you know, just taking that pressure off. Mm-hmm. I've been and like, s- I mean, oh, go on, go on. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I mean, I definitely like care about making money for sure and yeah. stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, like kind of you said, like I am making more than I did like, you know, years ago. So am I making as much as I did like last year? No. But again, I'm also like, I barely, I've been traveling so much. I've barely been working like, it makes sense. You know what I mean? And so I'm really happy with the amount of money that is coming in the sales I do have. So yeah, I'm good with it all. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to remember all the sales, but you're going to remember all the trips and all the, all the, exactly. all the cool shit you've been doing. I, I've been in this mindset because I get, I can get real wrapped around a pole about, you know, mostly my 11 year old. She's really going through it right now. And I just, I keep coming back to her and I keep reminding myself like, Man, we're all just teeny tiny little specks of dust just flying around the solar system. Like this shit doesn't matter. How do I make my 11-year-old realize this shit doesn't matter? Yeah. No, completely. And like even I think about stuff like I used to get so worked up over like eBay returns. I'd be so upset. I would like figure out a way to like seek revenge on these people. It really does not matter. Like, I don't need to be that worked up about it. Like, you move on. I I mean, I actually do kind of remember some of those people in those returns. But (laughs) generally, you don't, you know, and you don't have to. I mean, listen, as our grandmother has proved, you can live off vengeance and anger very well. Mm. But it's just not very – it's not a happy existence. No. (laughs) No. No. You know, and – yeah, I don't like that's another thing. People get, you know, you're you're I think that's what majority of people's responses are is like to get pissed off. 
about returns. And I don't know, I'm just kind of like, I'll sell it again. Yeah, who cares? I mean, yeah, it sucks right now, but it's one cell or but 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 it never is just one cell, right? It's always when you get eBay returns, it's always like, well, shit, I got five eBay returns this week. I think I had like three uh, three returns in total this month, all for like valid reasons. But like again, I would literally before this month was like, you know, it's been like five six months. I feel like since I've had a a return or a case, and then of course I've had like three or even four or something like that this this past month so yeah I, I haven't had a Poshmark case in forever and then in April I had two open against me I, and they both worked out in my favor and then but I do get a good amount of returns on eBay because I'm you know I take returns I'm selling luxury shoes which don't fit like a regular shoe and a lot of people don't realize that so they get it and they're too small as the woman last month sent me a picture of the Louboutin on her foot and her heels like totally hanging out. I'm like, well, I accept returns. I really don't need this photo of your foot. But (laughs) um, please send it back and and I will refund you 100% as long as they show up. told me it doesn't fit. (laughs) Yeah. But this picture's hilarious and I'm going to post it on Instagram. So thank you, (laughs) ma'am. Your foot is now going onto the Thrifter Sisters Pod Instagram page. (laughs) She has no clue. (laughs) Or she's, or just out, she's just out there walking around, looking around, and her foot is on our Instagram page. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm going to start an OnlyFans with all these feet pictures. <laughs> That's how you'll do it, sister. Not with your feet. Other people's feet. That's right. <laughs> I got a business model. Woo! You'll be like the dame. You know, you'll just run the show. That's right. I'm going to be like I'm Ashley. Gonna I'm going to make Thinks about like designer, designer shoes and feet. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> I just got asked the other day to take. You know, can't you post a video um, of you trying the shoes? Oh, on? that was a funny one. <laughs> that real. <laughs> that I died. Oh my god. Me too. That was really funny, Lister. In case you didn't see it, she made she made it look like pant cuffs with like the shoes in there, and then the shoes fell off, and it was just her flipping the bird upside down. <laughs> I just want to give the utmost all I just all the inspiration to best friend Mariana Bell. I knew that's she, where I came from. <laughs> so our music director, the the woman who like wrote our theme song, she is my best friend and constantly sends me reels of people flipping me off. Like all the time. Like in ways like a lot of the times I suspect it. I'm like, oh God, here comes another one. How's this person gonna flip me off? But sometimes they get me and I'm like, ah, I didn't see that one coming. So that much like this. All all inspired by her. Okay. Well, we've been going for almost 45 minutes here. I got two more things to ask you. Mm -hmm. One. All right. This is important. Have you, and listen, hold on. If you cannot answer this question because you've signed an NDA, blink four times. It's <laughs> a lot of blinking. I know. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't want to like get it confused. Like, you know she could she... just shake her head, right? This is not a visible vis- visual medium. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you can't answer this because you've signed an NDA, just flip me off and I'll, I'll, <laughs> we'll change the subject. Have you been approached to do a reality TV show about reselling? About reselling? I have not. Has anyone else? Yeah, we have. You, oh. We <laughs> absolutely were convinced when they, like, because we did not expect them to 
go any further with us after they met with us. We 100% were like, they're going to go with Ashley. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, my, my, exactly. Like, can you share, like, did they share on what kind of, like, where they were going to have the show? So it's a production company. This When was this, Lacey? In the fall? I think so. Into summer, maybe fall. I don't know. Yeah, as of all. Um, some woman messaged me, DM'd me on Instagram. She was like, hey, I'm a casting director for reality t- or for cat for reality TV. And she like I looked up, I mean, you know, it could have been a fake, but I looked up her email address. I'm like, oh, this is a reality TV production company. And uh so but when we did, we actually did have a meeting with her for like an hour. And she was like, yeah, we don't know, you know, exactly what channel it's going to be on yet. We don't know the direction. All I'm, I'm just like reaching out to resellers. I found your podcast, thought you girls were hilarious. I think she got on the call with us and was like, the geriatric is not the demographic we're going after. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Middle-aged moms. <laughs> no. Women who are almost half a century years old. Who go to bed at 9.30. Hey, I go to bed at like 9.30 too. <laughs> when we we had Jen on, I can't remember if it was, I think it was right, it was right after, after Posh Fest. Right after Posh Fest. And then y'all had made your plans to like all go to LA. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Lacey and I are going to come. We're going to rent the house right next door. <laughs> and would then- so fun. Oh, my God. Well, j- just for this, just so we could come over there and knock <laughs> on the door at 930 at night and be like, girls, I love that you're having so much fun together. We used to be you. This is so fun. Could you keep it down? We're trying to <laughs> we're trying to watch a, a murder documentary and go to sleep and drink our sleepy time tea. Oh, my God. You guys look so cute in your outfits. You're adorable. Y'all have the best night. But could you just oh my God. you're like at a 10. Could you bring it down to a six? We're so tired. <laughs> Oh my god, we we kind of needed those people. <laughs> it was really fun. I needed to recover after that week for sure. I mean, you had you were there during the crappiest LA weather in the history of LA. <laughs> our, like, our power went out the whole weekend, so that. Oh no, sense. I didn't know that. Crap. <laughs> Literally, I think we had the first day was fine, and then I think we like let's say Friday, and then it was out Saturday, so all Saturday, all Sunday. Oh my gosh. Monday and then we we left on Monday so we like couldn't charge our phones we had to get ready before the lights went out or else we had to like like, figure some kind of lighting I mean most of the time luckily the sun did not go down too too early where we were out usually before the sun went down so it's kind of when we got back and we just kind of crashed at that point and then woke up and like the room had a the place had a ton of natural light which is great but yeah, it was kind of a bad situation. Like we didn't have anything in the fridge because it would have just oh, oh my god. Yeah. I'm I'm real glad. I mean, not that this ever would have happened, but I'm real glad we didn't go to the house next door. Yeah, no, I think because our whole block was out of power. Like every every other part of LA got their power back on Saturday, except for like this like mile stretch of like land of course. That we were on. Oh man. That <laughs> I would have been like, listen, I did this for a bit just so I could tell them to go to bed and keep it down. <laughs> and now bed. and now I'm stuck here with no freaking electricity. <laughs> and they're going out all night. They're not even keeping me up. No. <laughs> they're going out. This, is, this wasn't worth it at all. I can't even lay out in the pool in the backyard because it's like raining and 65 degrees. Oh, no, yep. it, was, it was really bad. <laughs> but it was still fun. I still like – the weekend was well worth it. I mean, it's y'all have like just your little group of girlfriends that have I'm presumably y'all have all met through Instagram reselling, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. We all have. I mean, that's, that's so, so awesome. That's so very niche. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> No, we all like get along so well. Like it just works out. It's always like a blast when we're all together. Yeah, we love. I'm going to Dallas next. That's what me and Ruth said that they need to do because me and Ruth are both here in Dallas. So yeah, oh, weren't they there? Wait, no, Poshfest was in Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we loved Jen. She was adorable. We just had. And and like with you, like I've had a relationship with you over the past few years. Like we've been on calls together before. We DM each other. But with Jen, I didn't know her at all. And I was just like, hey, you want to come on our show? And she did. And I was like, oh my God, I love you. Yeah. You're amazing. (laughs) I met Jen and we just like clicked instantly. It was like we were friends forever. Yeah. She's awesome. All right. My last thing. What is it? Okay. You're a smart lady. I feel like you're a smart business lady. So people probably uh, want to hear what you think. Where do you think things are going right now? <laughs> how are things- Where are they going or how they're going? I don't know. <laughs> Take your pick. It's, <laughs> Just- hard. it's hard for me to like really put my thoughts in on that because I have taken such a step back and I haven't really been – doing the same things I have been doing where I can really see where things are going based yeah. off my efforts. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm not doing the same stuff. Um, Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm not making as much money. Is that due to how things are changing? Or is that due? Cause I definitely haven't been working a lot. Um, I will say overall that I think the months of like November to March were very off for me. And again, I was traveling heavily during that time. But things are starting to pick up now. I don't know if it's because after people got their like just tax money or something, but mm-hmm. my sales for not listing or anything have been fairly good. Um, in terms of where things are going with reselling, I think they're going in the same direction they've always been grow- like going. Like more people know about it. I think it's also one thing to to acknowledge, you know, a lot of us in the reselling community, we're like, oh, things are changing. But we also have to recognize that like we've been changing. Our businesses have changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when we look at, you know, where we were when you just started, where you started, where I started, we're like, oh, this is great. You know, we're making a thousand dollars a month. And then people that have been reselling for, you know, five plus years are probably like, oh my gosh, it's changed so much. And now we've been at like, you know, let's say four or five years. And I'm like, it's changed so much. And the new people are like, oh my gosh, this is great. You know, I feel like it's always going to be this fluidity of, you know, your reselling journey where you started, where you began to where you are now. And there's always going to be something. I've recognized that with like algorithm changes, live sales, people always want to put something on a change and the reason why things are changing. But just like any business, just like any niche, you just have to adjust with it Mm -hmm. and go with those changes. You know, I feel like I, my business has changed. I've always worked on things, new brands, how to run my business from the beginning. It's always changed. So it's hard to say. I, I, I honestly, maybe I'm just like a hopeless, like optimistic all the time, but I I believe myself as well that like I'm going to get through whatever changes have come because I do believe I mean reselling has been around for far longer than I've even started and sure thrifting is becoming more popular and people are more into side hustles but that doesn't mean that you know I think so so much is going to change as long as you keep up with it. I mean I'm an eternal grump 
and pessimist. Wouldn't you say, Lacey? Yes. Great. Thank you. <laughs> and, but I totally agree. I feel like you just have to be flexible and it, yeah, it's going to change. Nothing stays the same. Yep. And why would we want it to? Like life changes every single day. Every, this business, every business is changing. And I think the secondhand market is like you were saying, like it's like thrifting's becoming more popular, which is good, which yeah. is so good. And I I mean, it's just a matter of like, can you step back away from your business, really look at your data and be like, what's working, what's not, and then shift and go in the direction of what where your strengths are, because it's never gonna stay the same. Exactly. No, nothing ever does. And like you said, yeah, the second market is increasing where we are now, like sure, maybe back in the day there was less sellers, but there's also less buyers, less people, you know, really, you know, into secondhand shopping. And mm-hmm. now I think it's only going to grow more and more every single year. And so, yeah, I definitely think that it's going to be okay as long as, like you said, you look at what you have and pivot with it. Yeah. I think yeah, so too. I was thinking that the other day. Sorry, Lindsay. I no, was thinking that the other day. Uh, I can't remember who I saw somebody on Instagram was talking about how they were stressing out about like how reselling is becoming so popular. Like what's it going to mean for them and their bottom line? And I was like, well, what does that mean? And I sat and I thought about it for a minute and I was like, you know, because I pretty much source only online now. I was like, to me, I feel like that's a good thing because like you said, there are more people doing it. So there's more inventory out there. You know, there's more like it's more access to stuff. I don't know. I, I feel like that's a that's a positive for us. Yeah. Yeah. And and Madison was talking about on her Patreon today, like if you do online source, people are feeling stressed and scared. Like there's more you know news today coming about about bank collapses. And she was like, this is a good time to source you guys. It's a good time to source because people are feeling the pinch. People, you know, with inflation, people are getting scared because of a, cl- a potential collapse market. She's like, get in there and buy their shit. Right. <laughs> you can get some cheaper stuff right now. And my response to her was, scared money don't make money, girl. She was like, yeah, yeah. It's true. So she was like, don't let your fear of what's coming keep you from like still trying to grow your business and source, which I think is, you know. Listen, I've already lost everything financially over the last few years. Who cares? I'm going yeah. for it. I'm right. going. <laughs> Who cares? Who fucking cares? You know what? We're all just spiraling around in the galaxy. Yeah. Flinging yep. off. <laughs> None of this matters. Doesn't matter. Exactly. We're all just going to be on a reality TV show and <laughs> We'll make our own reality TV show. See, you know how good that would be if we were next door to the Rolo house? Yes! And we're the grumpy old ladies that are like, listen, girls, I need you at six. Do you guys want to come over and play Yahtzee first? <laughs> listen. Hell yeah. We were hanging out by the pool all day like champs. Yeah, that is not yeah. a problem. I know. I know. And I don't drink anymore, but I, y'all were in California. I was like, I'll go get some edibles. We'll hang out with the pool all day. Yeah. And then we can play some Yahtzee. You know what? You girls, you might have enjoyed our lifestyle. You might really enjoy what we I have to offer. I literally have like a double life, I feel like sometimes, because I either am like that or I'm like, I'm definitely just staying at home, going to bed by 10, reading my book, waking up at 630, going to pick the ball. <laughs> It's my life. Yep. I enjoy that life, though. I know. I do, too. 
I do too. I, I've done it all. I've really done it all. <laughs> I don't need to well, do it anymore. Lindsay, as Jeff keeps saying, look at you. You finally made it. I made it. <laughs> all right. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for coming on to Thrifter Sisters After Dark. And <laughs> just for just, I mean, really, just for being you. I just I'm so glad I you're one of the early people I met in the reselling world. And you just, you, I don't know, you bring a lot of joy to my life when I see you. I'm like, oh, Ashley has a story. I got to see what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm so glad I was able to finally get on here. I mean, I listen to you guys' podcasts all the time. So I was like just waiting, waiting for y'all to reach out to me. <laughs> I know. Well, I talk about it in the intro about how I've been, you know, back and forth with you a few times. Like, hey, you want to come on the show? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll let you know when. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 then I go on to explain in the intro that like I was really getting ready to ask you. I wanted I I think I wanted some more time. I don't really know what my thinking was. I think I wanted some more time to grow with what I was doing so I could, you know, kind of you know, give you some credit there. To be like, <laughs> to be like, look, Ashley is one of the people that helped me get to where I am. Absolutely. And then I think I was getting ready to ask you, and then that's when you're like, "All right, I'm going to take a step." And so I messaged you back when you you got on Instagram and talked about these changes you were going to make. I'm like, "Okay, let's let you have some time to start making these changes, and then have you come on and talk about that." So, see, it was all sure. well, it was all timing, all Good designed, time. all well designed. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. We love you. We're so excited to finally have you on the show. And maybe in a year from now, you can come back on and tell us that you got rid of all of that crap that you're yes. trying to get rid of. And No, seriously. It'll be hopefully a whole different ballgame then, too. And your business yeah. will be totally different by then. Oh, my gosh, y'all. think That's so bizarre to think about is like where, where, we'll, all, from now. where we'll all be in a year from now because the world is crazy. Yeah. Who knows? Well, yeah. well, we might be hosting the environmental tribunals by then. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'll be the host. I will decide who gets to live and die. It's a real Lord of the Flies situation. I'm so old now. They'll take me out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Get old fatty lips out of here. She's out. She's done. You know, and then, and then they're going to bring in Ashley, just like the reality TV show. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, all right, folks. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Ashley. And um, if you want to catch her over on the Patreon, well, actually, the Patreon is already going to be out with her on it. Don't worry about it. Listen, she's, she's going to be on the Patreon. You'll catch you, her next time. You can join our Patreon and, come and listen, listen to it. Listen to it. All right, I'm not, I'm. These lips are getting to me. We got to go. Okay. All right. Bye, listener. We love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being here. We did it. We did it. Well, Ashley did it. Ashley did it. Yay. And and I did say her name. Yes. Thank goodness. I did say my say, name. Say my name. I did see because we we stopped recording with Ashley here on the main feed. Then we went over and recorded with her on the Patreon and we were going to come back and do the outro. And I'm like, oh, we didn't we didn't say recloth collection. I did say it in the Good intro. Good job, sister. I have no memory of that whatsoever. <laughs> Me either. Me either. But it's Ashley- like we step into the like booth and everything just disappears. <laughs> I know. 
when I'm editing, I'm like, I don't remember saying that. I don't, remember, say, I don't remember this conversation at all. You go back and listen to an old episode and it's like, who are these people talking? Dude, you know how like when you're watching a true crime documentary and they're like recounting conversations, I'm like, there's no way you remember that. Yeah. People don't know. First of all, memory doesn't exist. We all know that. Like, like it's like I can remember like things happening and the vibe, but there's no what there's just no way everybody on these well then he said that and then and then I was like I know. and then and then he went over and picked up the red screwdriver. I'm like, there's no way you were then you talk to freakazoids like my husband and then he's like, and you were wearing a blue shirt and your hair was in this style and it was this date at this time. This song was playing in the background. I'm like, what the fuck? No, no. <laughs> but you can't remember where you put your wallet last night when you got home? <laughs> no, no. No. I I think it's bullshit. Like you know, these true crime people, like the podcast that we listen to, like these stories are from like 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh-uh. Your memory does not – memory fades over time and all you're actually remembering is a memory of a memory of a memory of a memory. Yeah. You're remembering <laughs> the last time you remembered it is what you're remembering. I feel like we just blew minds. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what's blowing minds. We're two days post – Oh, lip my inj- God. I'm so tired of listening to you talk about these lips. <laughs> a lip injection. And then, look, like, they're bumpy for a few days because of, like, Ew. you know, being, being like, injected. Mm. And then also the serum hasn't spread out yet. So there's, like, a part that's hanging down right here. And it looks like I have a missing tooth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it looks like? It looks like you have that weird mouth from that main chicken working moms. <laughs> from what? a really weird mouth. Who? What? That show on work, Working Moms on Netflix that we all Oh, love. she does have a – I don't watch that show, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, my God. She, it's so funny. I, don't, I just couldn't get into it. It wasn't my, wasn't my thing. Um, what, are we ta- what, what are we talking about here? Um, oh, we're talking about this, <laughs> great, this great interview we had with Ashley. Um, and, and like I said, if you want to join the Patreon just for a week so you can pop over there and uh, – I mean, actually, if you joined, it would be for a month. It, they, you would be charged $5, right. and then you could quit after a month. Just to hear her. Um, what I sourced and sold. What she sourced and sold, since she hasn't been doing sourcing hauls lately. There you go. You can go get it over there. All right. Well, thank you, Ashley. That was so fun. I really want to have you back next week. Um, <laughs> Every week. <laughs> so we'll see you next week when we record, Ashley. That, That'd be great. I love that journey for all of us. And when you tune in next time, it'll be, hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Ashley. And that's it. <laughs> I've been replaced. <laughs> and and Ashley, I feel your pain. I'm not liking the way everything is settling on my face after this week's injections. Yeah, and well, you did this to yourself. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but at least I don't have a wedding to go to in a few weeks. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that's true. Ashley, good luck. Go work it's out. It's okay, Ashley. Now. I was at my sister's wedding with braces and missing teeth, so you know. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> and she was very upset about having to come to my wedding looking like that. And I did not care. Oh, I cared. It was my face. <laughs> yeah, no one was looking at you. I was. <laughs> I was trying to tell this to Zoe yesterday. She was upset about some bullshit. I'm like, Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I say the same thing to my kid all the time. I'm like, nobody cares. Nobody thinks about you the way you think about you. No. Nobody like, cares, David. Nobody what cares. What was it? I can't remember what it was. And she was like, I do. I care. I'm like, yeah, but nobody cares that you care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know you think it's super important, but it's not. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. It's a hard lesson to teach kids. Yeah. 
I mean, and adults. People think everyone cares. Yeah, yeah. This just in, nobody cares. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking news. (laughs) No one gives a fuck. Ugh. (laughs) We all have our own shit to worry about. Exactly. All right, back to you and the desk, Tom. It's a real shit storm out here. Uh-huh. Everyone thinks everyone cares, and no one does. It's a real Sharknado situation out here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Tara Reid. Oh, and Steve Sanders. Steve Sanders. Oh, my God. I just have had the dorkiest laugh. <laughs> okay, we got to go. This is ridiculous. Okay. Um, anything else? I think that's it. Talk while I'm yawning. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Two sisters. One Ashley. (laughs) Yeah. (gasps) Thrifter sisters and special friend Ashley. (laughs) Thrifter sisters and her friend. Why does anyone listen to this? I don't fucking get it. I don't know, but they do. Jokes on them. It's like more and more every week. I'm like, where are you coming from and why? Listen, we knew that they would come. We knew if we built it, they would come. Why and where and how? Yours is not to know. And and how is because we keep recording this shit. And why? And why? Why have we not been canceled? Surely we've done multiple things to get us canceled. No, we deleted that episode with Kaylin and started over. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> you know what you did. You, well, we, we, well, you we and did. I. What? I don't think you did it, but me and no, Kaylin did. I mostly just laughed at you, too, being serious. <laughs> I got to go. I can't stand to look at my, I know, inject, I know. my injected face anymore. I got to okay. go. <laughs> Bye. I right, love you guys. Bye. Love you, Ashley. Bye. Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters is written and recorded by me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. Produced and edited by Hot Moms of Seaville Productions. Music is written and performed by Mariana Bell. See you next week. Bye. Bye.